Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, somehow, someway, we got into this conversation about like the best you know, brother duos. We were talking about LeBrick and, and his and his record. And it went to Giannis somehow guarding him on Thursday to stop him from scoring. And then it went to Thanasis because he's such a great cheerleader. And then it got into how you sometimes great players have a brother and he's just in the league. And then you took, you know, shots at Marcus at Marcus Ogden because Jonathan Ogden was your teammate and you're like, Alex Marcus. Mar- no, Marcus was my teammate too. Oh, that's right. He was a Raven. That's right. <laughs> they they signed him. Just because. Does so Aaron Rodgers have a brother that plays football? <laughs> like, right. And, and if he does, then he did a bad job. <laughs> like, he did a bad job. Like, the Mannings did that, but we forget that Cooper was the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now he's the star on the um On the commercials. On the commercials Caesars. with J.B. Smooths. Mm-hmm. He's a star. And his son is better. Cooper's my favorite, Archie. And, and his son is better. Cooper's my favorite. Yo. Oh, um, his son's one in Tennessee. Arch, Arch Manning. Yeah. Right? Oh, the kid? Oh, man, Andy buttering up to it. Because he couldn't give his dad the legacy of being a great football player in the NFL, he gave his son his name. It's all right. He gave him Pop Pop name. It's all right. He's like, I should be your favorite. He'll be the best of them all. Wait a damn minute. I started this barbecue. This the thanks I get. I want you to hear, before we get back to the calls, I want you to hear Jason Kidd, mm. the head coach of the Mavs, as Kyrie Irving arrived yesterday, so the trade was official yesterday. They ended up not adding a third team and all that other stuff. So it's just going to be Kyrie and uh, Markeith Morris, and you have Dinwiddie going to the Nets uh, along with uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. Draft picks the whole thing. So here's Kidd, who has known Kyrie a long time now, Yeah, who kind of did the same thing when he left the Nets – and it was the same deal. He went to Dallas. He ended up winning a championship there. You know, he, he had just run his course there. But obviously a lot different because everybody in Brooklyn is like, exhale today. Like, he's gone. Is he gone? Is yeah. it? Well, like, when it you said the trade day. wasn't official yet, you had people like, damn. Yeah. We're never getting rid of him. But the trade is official. So now they can exhale in Brooklyn. And here's Kid now talking about his mission, which other coaches have tried and failed, is to get Kyrie locked, loaded, and ready to win. It's easy to look at um, all the talk of the negative, uh, but let's look at the positive and what um, you know he's done on and off the court, and um, and that's the way we're approaching it. We have a relationship. Uh, he's all about basketball. He wants to win, and he wants to be coached. And uh, this is you know a great opportunity for me to uh, have someone like this uh, to, to help to split my time between those two and the rest of the team. It's 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 a great challenge, and it should be fun. Should be. We'll see. Yeah, now, a again, lot of people thought it should be fun. Oh, coaching <laughs> Kevin Durant, uh, J- uh, James Steve, Harden. Steve and, Nash thought it'd be yeah, fun. Should be fun. Should be great. Yeah, right. I'll do it. Right. Brad Steve Stevens, Nash somewhere Brad in Stevens therapy thought right it'd now. be fun. Yeah, Steve, is Steve Nash somewhere in therapy right now. They, they broke me, man. They broke me. <laughs> I'm telling you, though, if anybody can do it short term, it's kid. 
It's them. They they feel like they've got enough of a of a structure there to handle it. It's a matter now of making sure Luca also can buy in on this thing and they can turn it into something. They have to catch lightning in a bottle and get my, it done right now. My ball. Mm. <laughs> they both gonna be standing, but somebody taking the ball. Like, hey, hey. No, you know how it goes in the beginning. My ball. Everybody's nice to each defer, other. Defer to everybody. It's all cool. You the captain now. And then you realize after you lose a couple of games. Well, you just like, well, man, somebody's got to take over here. Who's it going to be? Yeah, I got to take the last and shot. And then that's when you really see the relationship and if it can develop into something. Uh, another interesting take. Now we go to football. Here's Sean Payton, the new coach of the uh, the, the Denver Broncos, Bart. <laughs> and we remember, remember it was on our show. Yeah, we were Chad national. Brown. Chad Brown. We had Chad Brown on, and we were talking to him out of Denver, and we were talking to him about you know what's going on with Russ there. And he said, well, and he said it casually. Well, Russ has his own office his in the facility. Coach, yeah. He also has his own personal coaches that only yeah. work with him, including right. a, a, a passing coordinator or a quarterback or something like that. Yeah. And we were like, what? What do you think he is, Zach Wilson? I know I mean, he's a Wilson. You couldn't think he's believe Wilson? this he was true. Beck? So Sean Payton was asked about this situation in Denver and would it continue? Russell Wilson had a personal coach, Jay Keeps, in the building with access who wasn't on the staff. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that. <laughs> How do you feel about um, players having their own people off the staff in the building access to players? Yeah, that's foreign to me. That That's not going to take place here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it, but our staff will be here, our players will be here, and that'll be it. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But the thing is, he didn't toe the line. Usually people are like, ah, they'll defer. Like, nah. Uh. Well, he started to, and then he made it clear. That ain't happening. He's like, Remember when he began, well, that's news to me. I don't know anything about it. No, but he had one. We're letting you know that we confirmed that he had one. Yeah, not on my watch. Though. Yeah. That's, that, that's letting him know I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. Look at me. Look I, at me. Look at me in my eye. I'm the captain now. Hey, you got the juice now. So that I'm still going to watch that situation there in Denver and just see how that all goes. So again, can't it's wait, all can't about wait to, can't wait to CC go to uh, social media. It's wrong. He bitched my baby. <laughs> well, you see, also John ja, goodies, John ja, goodies, John ja Morant's mad because I, we never got to talk about this. The the so laser thing, the, yeah, the red dot. They they were putting red dots on Pacer players. Yeah. After this game, man, the Grizzlies are taking the '90s thing to a whole new level. Yeah. Like it's one thing that they talk smack and they get physical. They don't mind fighting people. You think, yeah, think guys? They started. They start up with uh, with with Shannon Sharp. They yeah. get into with him. He it, Dylan Brooks is is did he kick or punch Donovan Mitchell? Punch him in his nunu. Yeah, punch he punched him. him right? He threw his hand up in the air right, as if like yeah. flailing. Mm-hmm. Got him right in the doorbell. Right. Yeah. That started a fight. Ding they tr- they talk so much trash. They were doing it to the Warriors. Remember that where Clay had to like start sunning oh, them. We got we got. Real estate in your head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but then this thing, this report comes out. For anybody who hadn't heard it, apparently <laughs> there were members of, I guess, friends of Ja Morant and other players who were sitting near yeah. the Pacers bench, and they were trash talking them all game. So it got ugly. After the game, apparently, as the Pacers, because you know, friends of the family are allowed backstage. Yeah, yeah. the Pacers going to their bus. And they were noticing red dots, lasers, on them. And so, they, of course, security, you know, complained about it. There was an yeah. investigation done, and there was no – all they said, there was no proof that the lasers were attached to any type of weapon. But they confirmed that it were, there were lasers. because there were lasers. Look, probably can look at the uh, film. Yeah. Uh, look at the uh, security footage. So they banned these guys for yeah. a year. Mm-hmm. And instead of Ja just like letting it go, yeah. he goes to social media complaining about how they got my cousin, or whatever it was, uh, suspended for a year. Like, 
Man, I mean, like maybe just tell your cousin don't act up like this. Who had lasers, whether it was a gun or not? I, I'm well, you shouldn't proceed. have a laser in an NBA game, by the way. That's yes. also illegal. If you're pointing at players, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, but you can so go, why have a laser to begin with? with? That. So you can go blind with that. Somebody shoot you in the eye with it. Like what is going on, man? Yeah, like, it's just these stories are wild. They yeah. really are. Hey, bro, I, I. But we have. I got goons for stuff like that. Well, no, that. Like you, you want me to go back BMF style, straight Detroit. But see that that's also you, you play, where things you play have changed. You playing me for stuff like that, whether it was real or not. Don't make me. But that's you where things you, have changed. Yeah, you don't want me to make that real call because it get real life. Oh yeah, get real life around here. Yeah, people don't play about. It's you know a hard pipe hitting. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Let me call. Uh, yeah, go do some medieval stuff on you. <laughs> no, we. I'm pretty. I'm pretty far but from back, all right. See, when you think about that, that whole idea of the toughness era of the basketball, those guys fought on the court. Right, they fought each other. Yeah. Then it got into this place where it's my boys and your boys and all that stuff, which yeah. happened a lot behind the scenes in the late 90s and then the early 2000s. That mm-hmm. that whole entourage thing started yeah. happening, and that's when the league – like D- David Stern was really worried about that. Yeah. Because there were some affiliations going on that were a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Like that never went away, so players aren't handling their own business anymore. Like in the old – like Barkley – Obviously, Oakley. Like you had players who that, that would. Who was that? Who had personal security guard? Was it Kevin Durant that stepped out and he like, yo, he 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 worked for him. He don't even work for the team, but he sits on the team bus. Remember who was that? A couple of years ago, it was in the playoffs, and somebody said something, and his personal security stepped up. It might have been Kevin Durant when he was with Golden State. Nobody remembers that. No. Like it, it was an altercation. Yeah, it was it, it was an altercation. He has a private. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that guy. was on, that was wasn't that on the court. Yeah. And he, yeah, got on court. Yeah. He, he stood up like, "Yo, who is yeah. this dude? He don't work for the team." Yeah. But he sits That's on right. the bench. He got he got yeah, into it. Personal. Was it PJ Tucker? Guy. It was. It, it, yeah. It was Durant and PJ yeah. Tucker okay. getting into it. And Durant's bodyguard. Yeah. That's right. Like yo, you funny run, thing is, is that they're friends. <laughs> you run up, you get done up, son. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's just completely changed. But that's just a wild story. Um, Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. And then, of course, like I mentioned last night, the Garden was to me like that was a fun game and it really woke up when when Jacob Truba laid that hit on Kadri and that was one of those you know you're getting a little too comfortable in this game now it's a wide open game guys like this game you can't really do the things you used to be able to do to you know to be physical in this game and it's a much faster game but still you put your head down for a moment you're on the train tracks baby and Truba's old school Drills him. I mean, helmet part. His helmet popped off. Have you seen it yet? I need you to go. I haven't. I haven't. Because you're. I. I'd love to see your reaction to this hit, because like this is the kind of thing you love. Was it a blind side? Did he see nope. him coming? No. Nope. No. Nope. Like, well, I'm he didn't like, see him coming because he put his head down. Uh, but he knew Truba was there. Uh, and Truba just at the right time mm. stepped up, shoulder into the uh, solar plexus. Uh huh. I mean, buries him. But I've never seen a helmet pop off a dude's head like when he pe- gets hit like, like a, that. Like a Pez dispenser. Like a Pez dispenser. So that was exciting. And it led to then an atmosphere in the building. The Flames got mad. So now you had two teams that just suddenly, there was no relationship. And now all of a sudden, we got we got beef. Is it almost like Red, is it like Red Wings in um, Colorado? It, it, it was getting there. Can it get there? It was getting I love, there. I love those type of rivalries. Calgary's a Western team, so you don't see them a lot, right? They only mm-hmm. come once a year. But the point is, is that it led to, this is the first game after the break, it led to a, an, a, an emotional finish. And as I mentioned, the finish in OT. The building explodes. Now, I need you to hear our boy Don LaGreca on the call as Lafreniere wins the game for the Rangers. Here comes Lafreniere skating with Zabanajad. Lafreniere feathers to Zabanajad and a save by Markstrom. Lafreniere, wide open net, score! Finally! Markstrom Finally. made the save on Zabanajad, leaving it wide open for Alexei Lafreniere. 
And the Rangers win it 5-4. to four. Uh, finally. No, I mean, that's Pete Stemkowski. He's a Lass wonderful human being. I mean, Bart, if you and I ever call a game together and you yeah. do that. Well, he stepped on him? I'll rip the mic right out. I'll he's, rip he's, the plug. He stepped on him? I mean, he, what would like, he's in the midst of, of, that's a call where you can hear all the emotion. He's got his voice just growling. Like, that's a hell of a call. And then I got to hear, finally. Like, finally? Like, like, like the play like, was a like, save. Then he comes back to get it. He's got to recover. They're dive. You got two defensemen diving one way. The goalie's diving, and he and he puts it in just in time. Like he buries the puck just before everybody can get in the way, and it's a great moment. The building's going nuts, and I got to hear finally. Oh, he you know he just he wanted some shine too, man. He's like yo, you can't get all the shine. Leave some air for me, Brody. No man, Lafreniere has a it's it's a great effort play. And that's just, if you ever did that to me, I'm telling you, we'd have problems. Lavrenier! <laughs> cool. 800 I just, I love Don's calls in moments like that. He's just got one of those epic voices that are built for plays like that. So you got for me there? You don't want to give him any love at all. But you told me to say yeah. Like you I told didn't me tell don't you step to say on. Yeah. I didn't want to step on your spot. Well, I I've laid out so you could react. You That's give, how you that would, works. You're giving him his flowers and meh. And you're just going meh. Yeah. How dare you? No, Don Juan is your know, gangster. You know what I'm saying? You can hear the pain in his voice from all the heartbreak that he's had. <laughs> so the sorry. So let's remember get, five heartbeats where he was like, uh-huh. you know, was, uh, Duck Duck is going to be a great. A great writer once he you know, experiences some pain. Pain, right. It's like, I like to thank my brother and my sister for making that come true. And my brother and my fiance. <laughs> That's right. Not the sister. 800-919-3776. The Kelsey brothers are in the Super Bowl. And somehow, someway, we got into a conversation about the top brother duos in sports. Uh, let's continue with the calls. Antoine in Jersey, what do you got? Alan Park, Green Salutation. Thanks for taking the call. You got it. Uh, I'm surprised you guys forgot that you had the All Star Weekend bringing in Matthew Kachuk. Yep, um, that was cool. What they I'm did, they did the, the beach thing. That was awesome. Like that. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to stick with the hockey theme. Um, the Subban brothers, PK, who just retired, and his brothers Malcolm and uh, I believe Jordan. You have the Stahl brothers, of course, Mark, yep. Eric, and That's Jordan. Right. And mm-hmm. I think there's a fourth brother. Yep. Um, the Hughes brothers, Jack and Quentin. Mm-hmm. And, of course, um, um, Alan says, I know you played basketball. You're a big basketball fan. Do you remember the name? Does the name Popeye Jones ring the bell? Well, his son, his son Seth, is exactly. an all-star. Exactly, his son. 6'12 on his skates. It's crazy. Like, you think about it, Popeye like, didn't really know much about, about hockey, but because he was living, and thanks for the call, Antoine, because he was uh, playing for the, the Nuggets yeah. or coaching, one or the other, um, it was in Denver, and there's hockey, and he went to Avalanche game, and he got into it. He didn't know what to do, so he just signs him up for hockey. He gets him playing. Yeah, and um, son was like the second pick overall, right? It's, it's, something like what five years? No, it's a high draft pick a bunch yeah, of years like six, ago. Eight. He's an all star. I know he's like six eight. Yeah, but he uh, who was it? It was um, uh, uh, Joe Sakic was a star of the Avalanche. Mm-hmm. So Popeye Jones just went to him like, you know, can you help me out with my kid? Yeah. <laughs> Next Look thing you know, it. turns into, like it's amazing. It's a cool story. Herb in Bloomfield. Go ahead, Herb. Hey, Bart. Hey, Han. Alan, how you guys doing? Good. 
Good, good. My 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 brothers. Uh, let's see the human highlight film. Dominic Wilkins mm-hmm. and his little brother Gerald. Gerald. All right. I don't consider Gerald yeah. a bum brother though. So Ger- Gerald's Ger- not a bum. He Ger- was good. Gerald's all right. Gerald's good. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. We're all saying that Gerald was a bum. Don't say that about Doug Fresh. No. So if you say that Dominique is like the human highlight reel, what is he like? A he's a commercial. He's a commercial. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a Gensu knife commercial. He's a filmographer. Human highlight film infomercial. Man, he was good. He had some pretty good dogs too. Mike in Mendham. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, that's my hood. Yeah, so uh, I, I, I advocate for you to have a little more Isaac Hayes doing uh, yeah. some hockey. Uh, <laughs> uh, in the chef voice? Yeah. I'm going to stick it with the hockey theme. Yep. The most iconic sports moment in the past probably four decades, 1980 team, amateur team that beat a professional Miracle team. Miracle on ice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Neil and Aaron Broughton. Neil and Aaron Broughton. Wasn't Neil the only one on the team? <laughs> no, they were both on the same They were team. both on the team? Yeah. Neil, Neil uh, then went on to pro. With, no, no, uh, Neil Broughton was a, was a really, was a great great hockey, great NHL player. I, may, may, I, I did not know that they were both on the team, Mike. That's one I have to look up. That's a pretty good one. Are, are they beating the, the Steiner brothers? <laughs> Kevin and Monroe. Go ahead, Kevin. Rick and Scott. Got a, I got two of them. Uh, one is uh, I would hate to be the third ball brother. That's got to be really bad. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah he, oh, he, oh he uh, ahead, what, yeah. what? The Gilo? Mello. The Mello. No, 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 no. The third one. First of all, third ball Leangelo. brother yeah, yeah. is one. definitely not the label you want to have. Third well, ball brother. Well, but listen. What about the first? What about the? Yeah, I, I would not want to be known as. Oh, you're the third ball brother. Like that. Don't say it like that. Yeah, Put I'm an a, emphasis on yeah. ball. Yeah, I'm the uniball. Like, like <laughs> you're that extra one. Nobody um, phrasing. And then Hall <laughs> of Fame, Hall of Shame, brothers. I think the best one of all time would be the Iron Man. And the brother that he had that Billy. really got famous because he rode an obscenity on a baseball bat and a baseball card. <laughs> Billy Ripken and Cal Ripken. Billy Ripken and yeah. Cal. <laughs> he he works for M- MMLB Network, don't he? Billy Ripken? Yeah. I don't know. I thought he did. I, thought but that's a, that's a, I like the Ripken one, though. That's yeah. actually good. Yeah, we, we forget about Billy Ripken. Isaiah on the BQE probably sitting there doing nothing, like avoiding potholes. Give us one that we didn't mention yet, Isaiah. What's going on, guys? First time, long time. Uh, you didn't mention Vitaly and Vladimir Klitschko. Klitschko, yeah. True. You know who did? A, a Bruce Beck from NBC was sending me a text. You, Chris that was ain't. one he he mentioned as well. Klitschko's a great brother well, tandem. Well, well, Vitaly, yeah. I mean, you talk about the he should have beat Lennox Lewis. He, Vitaly is now the mayor of Ukraine, a city in Ukraine. That's right. Yep. He actually literally took arms. Yeah. In, in yeah. this whole thing as well. Joey in Staten Island. What's up, Joe? Hey, how you doing? All right. I uh, I, Bart, I want to say, you would you, when you had that wing place in Staten Island, Forest Avenue. Remember you were visiting? Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, that was the night you that Alan Hart got broke. Han, this this Han, this guy was the greatest guy. He was so cordial and everything to everybody. He's the best. He signed my jersey. Remember, I said I had that gray Applejack, and you said, "Oh, I had one in Detroit." <laughs> <laughs> and then he kept he just kept talking to everybody. It was he was really good. Then really, I buy shots. Great. I got everybody drunk. So if you got a ticket that night, don't send it to me. Shot, 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 so, shot. <laughs> now what night was this? No, no. That you said I got my heart broken. I think that's the night when Zion um, 
Oh, that was draft night? Yeah. I think you guys right. hosted a show there or something? Yeah. yeah. Man, they they had yeah. you come out well, to do Carl, an NBA well, draft show? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was the Carlin Zion was night. Oh. It was the night, night y'all got uh, R.J. Barrett. Congratulations. Oh, oh, Carlin was there. Congratulations. Oh. Carlin was there eating a cheeseburger while he was talking to everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I played ping pong for, I think, 85 minutes. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what, Joey, we don't like talking about those days. The X. <laughs> you know, I hate you. No, no, no. I got four points. Uh, the Alou brothers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Alou, yeah. Who's the other one? Molinas. The Molinas. Oh, yeah. Molinas were good, and I think did Bernard King have a brother? Yes, Albert. Yes, right. He, him, and the, Albert played for the more. Nets. Yeah, you can, t- you can tell. What about Rick Barry? Did he have one? Oh yeah, yeah. There were, there were. Well, actually, no. He had sons. Yeah, that Rick and John. He had his sons. Yeah, John Barry. He had oh, right. yeah, for the Pistons. Yeah, they won had a, three boys. Contest. I believe won a dunk contest. Yeah, dunk from a from the free throw line with a warm up. There was uh, Brett. Oh, yeah. Brent or Brett you uh, and Barry Rick, and Rick. Uh, there was um, John. And there was, I think, Scooter. Yeah, they all played for the Pistons. Well, instead of Scooter. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Yeah, appreciate it, man. It's been fun. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So uh, we were talking about this earlier in the show. I just wanted to bring it back because my fear, my concern, which it always is, it's my pessimism as a Jets fan, is that we'll, we'll hear all this talk about Aaron Rodgers becoming a Jet and how it would be a perfect scenario, how it could work, and the young players and the defense is ready to win and it's New York, blah, blah, blah. But then all I see is momentum of him and the Raiders. And yes, it did start with Devontae Adams. And, and you know, there was a lot of that that was going on at uh, the Pro Bowl weekend. And there's also him at Pebble Beach when he won the Pro-Am playing up to the crowd about, you know, a lot of, a lot of fans telling me to go to the Raiders. Now, I know they were in California, and there's a lot of Raiders fans in Southern California. Right. But he's still playing that up. I've never once heard him make reference to the Jets aside from being asked directly about them on Pat McAfee's show. 
Right, and he didn't seem like he dismissed it. Oh, no, no, he was complimentary, especially of Nathaniel Hackett, no doubt about that. But Vegas right now has the odds, which it's amazing they put this stuff out, but it is next team odds. And he's the, Vegas has the Raiders as the odds on favorite. They have got them right now at minus four fifty, and the Jets. How often does the favorite every win are are at plus two fifty, and yeah. so the Jets are second best odds. But still, it uh, just to me feels like this is going to end up with he going out there because it's what he wants. And your response to me was, "Doesn't matter what he wants; it's what the Packers can get, the best offer yeah. they can get." And you told me the Jets ha- are in the position to make the best offer. And I know that the owner has made this an easy. This is Woody Johnson wants this to happen. He's involved. So I'm going to ask you this. Is there a price that's too high? Not really. No. No, because, I mean, you, I think you can make a, you can make a better offer. You just, if you got to put players in it, you got a bunch of young players, right? I don't think they really have the players. What are they going to do, give up Darren Waller? He's, in, he's the reason why Aaron Rodgers want to go there. Probably, yeah, one of them. So, I mean, I don't know what the um, – I don't know what their salary cap is, but they spent a lot of money. They spent a lot of money last year. Paid Max Crosby. They paid uh, Chandler Jones to come in. They got to pay Josh Jacobs. They got a horrible offensive line, so they got to be active out there. Yeah, their offensive line is bad, and that's a problem. Yeah, I, I mean, and you know, so if you're Aaron Rodgers, like, yeah, it sounds good being there with all those luxuries. But, man, New York's not a bad place to be winning in. I would argue that it's the best place to be winning in. Not one of the worst places to lose in. And I'll find more negatives. Cold weather. Listen, Northeast. Okay, okay, okay. Let me Bill act. Belichick, Josh Allen. <gasps> like, there's Patrick a lot of Mahomes, reasons to say, I don't want to be over who here. Who are you afraid of more? Patrick well, I don't Mahomes think he's afraid of anyone, Reed. but for comfort playing in, in, a, in, in Allegiant, which is a beautiful, brand okay. new dome stadium, okay. climate controlled. You know, old people like me, can we I, like I, this. Can, can I ask you a question? What? How many times has it snowed? This year and last year well, in this New York, year. La Nina, baby. And what happened last year? It didn't snow three times last year. Yeah, but the weather. Like, listen, we've gone. When, uh, when uh, is the last time it snowed on Christmas? I was at that Thursday game against Jacksonville in December. The weather was brutal that night. It was awful. It was cold was and one, rain. That was one sucked. That was one day. You can get that if you're out there. and You got to go to Kansas City in November. Mm-hmm. You're not getting. They're not getting rain like that though. You're Are getting, you crazy? That's gonna be a little more snow. Bro, a little, a little I went nicer. out there. I went out there and did the Jaguar game. Yeah. It was freezing. Yeah, it was cold, but. You know, when it's cold and rain, like, Bro, this sucks. It is the middle of nowhere in Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah, but he's not living there. He'd be living here in New York or living in Vegas. Do you, you know how often he'll Vegas, be on Vegas, baby? You, you, know, you know how often he'll be on the late night show, Colbert, all the stuff he'll be doing after he just lasered somebody. You know how many national games they'll get? Monday night football, Sunday night football. He get to destroy. Raiders have a big following around the country. They'll get a ton of Monday night games and Sunday night games. Thursday night. Well, Sunday and Sunday and Monday. I, I Thursday. Get, I get is. that. But what late night show he going on after that? He's in Vegas. He can do anything. No, they don't have. Puddle that. jump to L.A. They don't have that. He can do that right here, right here. What's that on there? Like the Today Show, Daily Show, everything. All that right here. He could be in this building. That's right. What I'm saying. Go on the View. Do everything. He come on ho- our show. He can host the View. Going with Tamara on Tuesdays. He can host it. Right. He could. Absolutely. Good morning, America. Come on in. Sitting right there. Whatever he wants. Right. It's New York City, man. Vegas is cool to have for a minute. But can't he do that in Vegas because he could just puddle dump to L.A. and do all the There's a million shows in L.A. Yeah. I got he could it. host Jeopardy when he wants to from time to time. 
Oh, good. Listen, he can do all that from here. No, he can't. Further away. It's Burbank like, is very far away. There's other stuff here he can do. And he can shoot down to his crib on his off days. Take Woody's jet. Hmm. How far is it to uh, Nashville from New York? Less than three hours. Like two and a half hours. Sure. Two and a half hours, you at your crib. Going to have to work it out. All right, but, all right, is there a price that's too high? You're saying no. No, but also, listen, I'm also going to have a contingency plan. Jimmy G is a contingency plan, right? I think Ryan Tannehill is just a contingency plan. No. That's, because everything no, else everything no. else will be gone. It'll be off the table. If you're waiting on this, no. it'll be off the table. No. No? No, what I'm saying is, I need to, listen, I need to know that we're going to do this before before uh, the draft. How are you going to know? What do you mean? We gonna, Back bro, channel? Let me tell you something. You know how many contracts about to be done at Something the combine? Illegal. At, the, at the combine, most contracts are already done. Okay. Some of these contracts were done depending on if you're going to the teams that were coaching. So doing, who's doing to say you can't then with the 13th pick make a pick and you can't, it's you not can't, for you because you can't because you can't do that. Why can't you? Because you that? can't trade a first round draft pick. But I've seen that, that done that before. Year. You can't trade them that year. Who? Who got traded? This ain't basketball. You mm-hmm. can't trade the first year. You you got to trade. You can't trade somebody the first year of their contract right before you even sign them. Who drafted Eli Manning? Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? So, so, so then, so then, Green Bay is going to make your pick, and y'all going to swap them. I don't know. I'm just saying. Do you do you just have that conversation about a player that they want at 13? You pick what they want at 13. Nobody has to know. But, but that was a swap. This ain't a swap. No, I know. I don't know. You're, you're the football guy. I'm yeah, asking but, you like a straight-up question. But this, In the this, NBA, this would happen. And we'd have this dopey picture of the guy wearing, wearing, two hats. wearing the wrong hat and, and taking pictures and everything else, knowing that in about 20 minutes, you're going to be on somebody else's team. You, you know what my contingency- That's the NBA. That's my background. You, you covered the NFL draft. Yeah. You know what You know what my contingency plan is? Is? I'm still reaching out to Chicago. I'm standing in Chicago's ear. Because they have the number one pick. Yeah, like reset. what did Ryan Paul say? I have to be blown yeah. away. Reset. Trust me, somebody gonna be somebody gonna have to throw it a year, whether it's Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. Yeah, Bryce Young's kind of small. But listen, C.J. Stroud, who showed against Georgia that he can run, that mm-hmm. he can throw the ball. Mm-hmm. He had his team in there, in there, right? Yeah. And he's pretty much the same as Justin Fields, but he he he, he reset your clock, and now you get number thirteen. So you can go get you. You can go get Will Anderson. And C.J. Stroud, because C.J. Stroud is like the, the number 11th guy out there. So at 13, you can get him. I want to take Fran and Master Pico because he's a Bears fan, so that's a big part of this conversation. Fran, how are we doing? What's up, my man? Yeah, you guys are the best, man. I, you guys together are awesome, man. I just want to say that. I, I, you, I, it's just great. I mean, it's, as serious as you guys can be, it's so much fun. And I always, you guys always make me laugh. It's just really, really good, man. Thanks, friend. Appreciate that. And I call. I'm a junkie. I call. You know what I mean? I call stations. I'm a sports junkie. When I say you're good, you're pretty much good. Well, you can come get, your, you, uh, well, come get your real fix from us. That's right. You know, save, yeah, save, exactly. save, save your real fix from us. You know, you can just get um, champagne you and alcohol. send this man a T-shirt. Yeah, you get alcohol from them. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm a fast fan, man. Right. I'm, I'm eight, since 84. So a lot of people call me a bandwagon Bears fan back in the day because I love McMahon and the gang. So I had to put my ears in and sure, I, you know, I enjoyed 85, but it's been hard, man. A hard road since. Well, you had Kyle Orton. Real... <laughs> <laughs> <What? laughs> but anyway, I'm, I'm, I really love this kid Fields. And this guy, get this guy Rogers out of our division. Jets better make any deal they can. Give away the... 25% of the franchise to the guy. This guy's he's a killer. 
Hey, I but, hate to use that word, but hey, he's hey, a friend, killer. Hey, friend, friend, yeah. friend, friend, friend. But isn't C.J. Stroud's skill set very, very eerily similar to Justin Fields as far as their mannerisms, they come from the same coaching, and you're able to get the ball off, right? You're, you're able to do all that, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So Absolutely, so, so, you're 100% right. So if you can and get you, it. You know, what I'm, you, know, you know what I'm glad about? I'm glad that the African-American quarterback stuck with it and plays their game yeah. and didn't change. Yeah. I love Lamar Jackson. I, goosebumps when I watch a cat like Lamar Jackson yeah. run up and down the field mm-hmm. and make these morons on defense. Not that I'm just joking. Yeah, we're morons. I mean, he's, You're right. You're I right. love that. We're I morons. love a running quarterback. My name is Francis, and I rooted for the greatest quarterback of all time. Frank Tarkenton. Frank Tarkenton. Nobody ran like him, man. So run, run, and run. Love you guys. So, Fran, Fran, you, Fran, Fran, before you go, don't go. Because because what I'm, I'm so because what I'm saying is, Fran. Yes, So if you can get Stroud and the thirteenth pick, he's trying to get you to trade Fields to the you, Jets. You, you get to reset your clock, and with a young quarterback that you don't have to pay for another five years, you got a hundred million dollars to go out and get talent. I know, I know, and they I know, all can grow with him, and you get the thirteenth pick. Uh, yeah, I, I listen, man. I love you, man, and I don't want to go against you, but I, I don't think I can do it because I think this kid can do it. I, I don't know. But you, I, but you I, have to pay him. You have life. to, you have to I'm pay him in three my, years. Like, All right, I'm putting my cash in your hands. I'm going with you. You're the football guy. Yeah. Uh, let's do it. If you say it, I'll do it. Wow, you know what you just did too, Fran. Thanks for the call. Well, what you just did? He called saying, "Please trade for Aaron Rodgers. Get him out of my division." Yeah. And you just said, "How about we take your quarterback instead?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we that? get and we get Aaron Rodgers out of your oh because remember, God. if you can, if you get C.J. Stroud, it restarts your whole clock. So you got the the, the Bears have a hundred million dollars, yeah, and they have some extra draft picks because of the trades that they made, getting rid of Khalil Mack. I know what you're got, saying. So you, if you can reset the clock with a quarterback that got the same skill set and C.J. Stroud. Then now you got your quarterback that you're tied to. That's somebody else's quarterback. You're making the case, but I've got a counter to that because it would, to me, create something in your organization that you'd have to answer and have to figure out pretty quickly. We'll discuss that. We got calls coming up on this. What price is too high to pay for Aaron Rodgers? Bart said the only way they don't get him is if the Jets decide we're not paying that price. That's what he says, despite what Vegas says. Vegas thinks he's going to the Raiders. Bart said the Jets will decide if he's going to New York or not. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. 
From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. I check with Mike Tannenbaum. Okay. Our resident, of course, front office expert. Uncle TP. Yeah. And I asked him just because we were trying to figure this out. You know, could the Jets pick a player for the Packers at 13 and then include him in the trade after June 1st? He said that would be difficult to do, but I said, would it be possible? And he gave me the thumbs up. So, okay. So he said, if a team changes their mind, you'd be stuck with a player you don't want to have. That's the only problem is that it doesn't come with a guarantee. And that's what uh, Ernie Acorsi said in his book. I want to give Tommy P. credit for that on Twitter. Because he said, Ernie Corsi wrote about, obviously, uh, in his book about the Giants, and he said in that Eli deal with Phillip Rivers, is that he said it was a risk because the Chargers could have just said, you know what, we're not doing it. Changed their mind. There's, there's no, like, you you make a handshake deal, but it's because it's kind of like a, you know, back-channel deal, the league can't hold them to it. So that's the only problem is, so in April you're going to make a pick, and in June – the Packers be like, yeah, you know what? We don't really want him. Yeah, Favre said he loves us. You know what I mean? And if that happens, now you're stuck with a play you didn't really want. Yeah. At 13. He knows you didn't want him, too. Well, I, so that's... Well, a lot of us was somebody's third pick. So it's doable. The, all I need to know is it's doable. That's all I needed to know. All right, Eli Phillip Rivers. So you could do it. But what price would be too high to pay? Nick in center each. What's up, Nick? Hey, what's up, guys? I got two questions for you guys. Mm -hmm. First question is, do you guys think it's better for the Jets to go after Derek Carr because he's only 31 years old compared to Aaron Rodgers being 39 years old? They got a young team already. Probably don't have to give up as much for Aaron Rodgers. And then my next question is, who should get more money this offseason, Josh Jacobs or Saquon Barkley? I mean, he's got Saquon because he does so much more, right? I mean, you know he has that – Christian McCaffrey type of ability. I don't know if Josh Jacobs has displayed the consistency of being able to catch the ball at a high level. Saquon did it at his rookie year, and he did it this year. Now Josh Jacobs has shown that he's durable, and and that and that's that's important. Um, but you know Saquon is the bigger name as well. So I I just think that Saquon, the entire brand, he's like a CEO of your company. He's a guy that you're going to sell tickets. It's, it's a lot more value that comes, I believe, with Saquon Barkley. Wherever he goes, he's a superstar. Even though he may not – you can say, oh, well, Kareem Hunt is better. Or not Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb is better. He's a guy that's going to sell tickets. And ultimately, if it comes down to the business part, the talent is equal, you go with the, the guy that's the bigger box office draw. Mm-hmm. And what about Derek Carr? You think – Derek Carr, like, I don't think... Derek, Derek, because that's more immediate, right? That that would address the problem now, and then you wouldn't have to worry about waiting on the Rodgers situation. You would address the the, the need immediately. But it also depends on if you got to trade for him, because then you're responsible for that $40 million kicker. Yeah. So that's the thing. You want to give this dude a $40 million signing bonus? Like, and also, like... He does. That means that the experiment with the the, the Zach Wilson uh, experiment is over with. 
And who, who's to say he doesn't go somewhere and become Geno Smith and you regret it? And that's why when you said about the Jets and Justin Fields, all right, that's what I mean. That now cre- if that's a hypothetical that I'm not, uh-huh. I don't believe the Bears are going to do. But yeah. you're you're painting that possibility. Well, the Jets did it. So I'll yes, you're right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna just counter with this. So if they, the, if the Jets did that. Mm-hmm. You would have to get rid of Zach Wilson. Yeah, you would because that's the same draft class guy. Mm-hmm. You're now you've you're out of the Zach Wilson business. It's okay. It I, is. I, it's okay when you say because okay. that creates a really but awkward it's, situation. Yeah, but it's okay if you say, "Hey, <laughs> I got a player that I know can play. At least I know he can run for a thousand yards mm-hmm. <laughs> with Brees Hall. I'll take that. He can be Justin. He can be Jalen Hurts. Fields can be Jalen Hurts. Easy." Same skill set, ability to do the same thing. And I would argue that. But, Bart, how bad does it that look? Fields has a better pay. It don't matter. If it he, looks bad that you would then, adri- okay. after dr- passing yes. on this guy in the yes. draft, to take this guy, yep. I'm going to give up more draft capital yep. to get the guy I could have gotten without even giving up anything, yeah. just picking him with the number two pick. I tell you how what. How bad does that I, look? I tell you what. It's terrible. I tell you what. If you find out he's available and somebody else get him, you're going to feel like a dummy because you're going to have Ty, Tyrese Hallenburton all over again. You're mm-hmm. going to have Donovan Mitchell all over again. And how does that look, watching him become a star when you knew that you had an opportunity to get him and you could have got him twice and you passed on him twice? Now you get to watch him go shine and be the guy that you thought he could be and you had a chance to get him. You watch somebody else get him. You're watching him. What's the, what's the football equivalent of, of Indian? He goes to Indianapolis. Tell you what. So so he, he's in there looking like the Pacers right now. I got to tell at you. Tyler and he's saying, hey, thank you, Wally. Thank you for pushing my stock up. I'm the man in this piece. Because guess what? No, I don't care how you get him. You think that... The, uh, you think that the San Francisco 49ers are mad that they got Brock Purdy and they may have found their future quarterback? Meanwhile, they wasted all that. It don't matter. They got him. You. They got him. You. You have a gift. You. That was good. That was good. Thank because making that making the Donovan Mitchell, Tyrese Halliburton comparison there, that resonated. You're right. Who cares? Who cares you, how you get him? As long as you get him. You made a, you made a mistake with a draft pick. I'm sorry. Justin Don't Fields, double down by I'm making sorry. another mistake by not getting that player. Anyway, it's a good point. All right, we got the power hour coming up. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Man, oh, yeah. time is flying. Yeah, man. yeah. This was this been a quick show. Eight hundred. I like when we do hood rat shows. Three seven seven. Make it up. Was this a hood rat show? Yeah, it's a hood rat show. It's been right. It yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna have fun in the next hour because I, I, there's a little bit of argument we had on the group chat this morning, like mm. a debate, and it was fun. And we'll get into something uh, about that. I'll, I'll, I'll give you in a moment, but I do want to remind you though, it is. The New York Islanders' 50th anniversary season, and it continues with celebrations and giveaways all season long at beautiful UBS Arena. ESPN New York wants to make you part of this historic season. Enter to win two free tickets to see the Islanders take on the Ottawa Senators on Valentine's night, February 14th. Just download the ESPN New York app, scroll the contest, and submit your entry. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. Be sure to visit NewYorkIslanders.com for team news, tickets, and more. And catch every Islanders game live on the Islanders stream, heard only on the ESPN New York app. So as as LeBron goes for Kareem's record, all-time scoring record in NBA history, he could get it tonight, 36 points. He could do it tonight. But he's going to get it. We know this. So the question I have is, what's the greatest scoring record in sports? Now that means points in basketball, touchdowns in football, goals in hockey, and home runs in baseball. Which of the four would you say that's the best one? Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.